This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's look at the college football playoff rankings. You got Georgia at number one, Ohio State at two, Michigan at three, TCU at four, so nothing has really changed there. USC at five, LSU at six, Alabama at seven, and Clemson at eight. Let's bring in our producer, Double D, who we joke on the show gets only five hours of sleep. But the reason why this guy only gets five hours of sleep because he lives and breathes college football. So in this, and and Kate as well, do you see anything that's off in these rankings that are out one through eight? David, you go ahead and start this one off. All right. um, For me, at least, uh, I'd actually probably put TCU five, USC four. In my I and I and I honestly believe that TCU's strength of schedule not as big as UCLA's has been. Uh UCLA has that one loss, but they're they're a better team. They're a better team by far than TCU. In my in my eyes. But once again, yeah, I you know once again you're gonna have David? you're gonna have these <laughs> It's all going to play out, and everybody roots for chaos, but a week from this Saturday and Friday, you will have the conference championship games, and chaos could ensue. I mean, that's where it's all going to come down to, to be quite honest. You know, Kate, doesn't it feel like that David is saying out loud what the college football playoff system doesn't want people to say out loud that they don't want TCU there that tell me that people were not screaming in that Baylor game for TCU's that clock to just kind of speed up like 10, nine, seven, six, five, four, three, two, what, you know, that there was this yep. hope and that they would miss that field goal. And then everybody can go, Whoo, now we can put a better traveling one loss team, but what do you do you think TCU should still be there even as an undefeated team? Yeah, what TCU, I mean they they're undefeated obviously last weekend with with the last second field goal, I mean hustling on to do that, that was great, but that almost feels like it's kind of been the story of TCU's season is that they're just catching these breaks and just barely getting over the hump in some of these games. I mean, Baylor probably should have won that game. And then right there, you have USC in. That's an easy in over TCU. So I feel like TCU is kind of just, I don't want to say getting lucky because they've been a good team this year. They've proved that uh, their offense looks, looks great week in and week out. But I just don't know if, to David's point, their strength of schedule, some of the wins that they have can really stack up against what uh, USC has done this season. Okay, so not to be the ultimate surprise or party pooper, but I totally agree. I don't think TCU should be there at four, and I don't think they'll ultimately be there at four. I think they possibly lose their championship game to Kansas State. But what jumps out at me, and this chaps my hide, as my grandpa would say, is Alabama at seven, Putting LSU at five, this is the setup, folks, because no one believes that Alabama is going to lose to LSU in the national in, in the SEC championship game. So if Alabama beats LSU and beats them handily, I'm sorry, no, Alabama won't go. I'm so sorry. I'm totally incorrect. I think that they're expecting LSU to lose to Georgia so bad that there could be a case to bump Alabama up from seven to five and then make the argument 
Should they be in at four over USC? I just smelled Alabama just seems to be too. It's like the wolf or the coyote that's sitting outside your fenced yard. You know where they want to get to and how are they going to wake? Let's bring double D back in here for this if we can. Do you think that the that the committee is trying to get Alabama as close to that five spot when it comes to making the argument to who the fourth team is? It wouldn't surprise me. To be quite honest, it would not surprise me at all. Alabama's a draw. They're going to bring in a lot of revenue. But this all hinges on LSU losing to Georgia. LSU is the most improved team in the SEC throughout this season. I think they could pull it off. It's not going to be a neutral site because the SEC championship is played in the Mercedes-Benz Dome, which is in Atlanta. So Georgia will have home field advantage. But LSU, don't put it past Brian Kelly to shock the world. Well, what what if LSU gets the Oregon treatment, right? The way that Georgia did Oregon at the beginning of the season. They lose by 28. LSU suddenly now has three losses. They're not as attractive. Is there granted now USC if they do what they need to do moving forward, you can argue that they've got the travel base that can cover those sins. They'll be that team playing out, and and that's the other thing. Like, do you want LS? Do you want USC to be the team traveling all the way to Georgia in a college football playoff when they can carry their audience just right there to Arizona, right? So all these things you have to factor in. That's why I think. it's going to be interesting because we get it. It leads into the first game that we got to talk about the big one, Michigan, number three at number two, Ohio state Wolverines are plus two forty. Buckeye seven and a half point favorite minus 300 on the money line over under 57 winner goes to the big 10 title game. Loser has to hang out and see where they end up in the college football playoff with one loss. So I've always thought that the loser of this game would be the one-loss team that's the fourth team in the playoff? Do you feel differently, Kate? No, I don't think so at all. I don't see a team that is a one-loss team that would be better than one of these two going forward into the playoffs. I think in this game, you're at the shoe. Ohio State's favored by more than a touchdown. Michigan's defense has been the story this year, one of the best, if not the best defense in college football this year, but have they faced an offense of Ohio State's caliber? That's the question, and I don't think they have. Um, I I, I think in this game, Michigan continues to be the little brother to Ohio State, and I think the Buckeyes come out with a win. Do they cover the spread? That's a whole other question that, that I'm not sure they do. I think they can keep this game close. But I think Ohio State wins this one, goes on to the Big Ten Championship where they should win that. But then does Michigan get in the college football playoff as a one-loss team? I kind of think that they should still. Or let's say Jim Harbaugh pulls off just the biggest upset of the year. They win at Ohio State. They clearly are in the playoff. They will go to the Big Ten Invitational. Let's just call it what it is. But then this makes an interesting case about Ohio State. Do you start looking at how poorly you played against Northwestern? Some of these nail-biter games that didn't have to be a nail-biter game. Yeah, they got the travel base. But then do you now make an argument, say, do you put USC in at the expense of Ohio State? 
now the one loss conversation becomes very interesting if Ohio State loses. So I think a lot of this is all pent on Ohio State winning the game and how much mercy will the, the, the playoff you know committee have on Michigan and how well they perform. If they lose by three, then they're like, yeah, absolutely. But I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to see a replay of Ohio State-Michigan as a potential 2-3 game yeah. where maybe you bump up you know, USC to number three to number three and the loser of this game of Ohio state, Michigan becomes the number four team. It'll all be very interesting, but you know, so we may end up with two one loss teams in the college football playoff. All right. Big 12 Kansas at Kansas state Jayhawks uh, underdog at plus three forty. Wildcats a 12 point favorite under uh, minus minus one forty. over under 62 and a half. Kansas state wins the game. They're in the big 12 title game against TCU Kansas State loses. Texas is in the Big 12 title game uh, with the win over Baylor. I, I don't see anything changing. I, I I don't even know where the value is. I think Kansas State will run wild in this game. Um, just the way they have reinvented themselves as really a running team at all facets in the passing game. Um, they're just a tough team. and I, One of the better teams that I don't think really gets the recognition they deserve. And I think Kansas State would not only – easily handle Kansas, but will possibly be a big problem for TCU in a Big 12 game. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, Will Howard, since taking over a quarterback for uh, Adrian Martinez, has not missed a beat in terms of leading this Kansas State offense. I I mean, threw for 294 yards last week, two touchdowns, and then you pair him with Deuce Vaughn in the backfield, and the duo of those two is going to be pretty hard to stop, especially for a Kansas team who's who's a little banged up. I mean, they they're kind of running out of bodies. Their secondary's injured, um, and I think for Kansas, they're bowl eligible, and they're bowl eligible for the first time since before the Obama administration. And so, right. just being in this game and having six wins and knowing you're going to a bowl game, like that's a win in and of itself for Kansas. So I'm not sure they're going to put up a huge fight against Kansas state this weekend. I know it's a rival game, but Kansas state has won 13 in a row against the Jayhawks. And I think it's the same, same game script for uh, for this weekend, Uh, especially, you know, minus 12. I don't mind that number there laying that with Kansas. Yeah. So, wow. So, so you don't think it'd be as high. You think, Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, Oh, you think Kansas big cover? I think, I think Kansas Kansas state, I'm I'm on the, the Wildcats. Yeah, I think Kansas Kansas goes underwater after one quarter. I think that spread yeah. gets covered then. Pac-12, big one. Number 10, Oregon. At number 22, Oregon State. Ducks are favored by three. Minus 175 on the money line. Beavers, underdog at plus 140. Over, under 58. Oregon wins. Puts them in the Pac-10, twi- Pac-12 title game against USC. Oregon could still make the title game with the loss and help from other games. I, you know, this is a game I'm going to watch with interesting eye because I wonder if the scared uh, Auburn Bo Nix shows up in this game. Oregon State, when they get that game up in Corvallis, it's just, I'm sorry, when they get that game up there, is it, I can't, I, I think it's in Corvallis. Oregon. I wish I, I could help you a, out there. I no, think you're right, but I don't know. Yes, that's right, because Washington, I'm making sure that I'm not putting Corvallis in the wrong state. But when they get that game up there, there's just this different energy that Oregon State has for Oregon. It's almost kind of like Oregon's the flashy team with all the multiple uniforms and the mix and matches. I like them at plus three with the upset and pretty much ending the Oregon story. 
Don't hate that. I like the under in this one. And this, this, it bodes well for your uh, Oregon State plus three is that Oregon State's going to try and slow this game down a ton. Uh, they're going to try and run the ball. They run the ball on 62% of their plays. So they're going to be very methodical in between downs. Their defense uh, is first in the Pac-12 in, in rushing D. They have good secondary. So I, I don't think Oregon's going to be able to move the ball as easily as they have in some of these past weekends. Oregon State's going to try and just kind of wear this down, make this game a little bit muddy, and cover the spread that way. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm def- that might be the game I'm going to specifically watch this weekend is that one. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.